I'm just gonna pout the whole episode. Well, that'll be, uh, that's really the energy we're looking for. It'll be a change from what you normally bring to the show, which is silence. <laughs> How loud do you think I mope? <laughs> that's yeah, true. That's right. Tuesday podcast episode 296. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is the Wild E. Coyote of podcasting, Tyler Dryblay. I wish I had the disposable income of that coyote. I mean, he was buying stuff from Acme every day, every day of the week. He, he must have had some sort of a deal, like a buy in bulk deal with them, right? I would imagine. I mean, preferred customer or something like that. Either that or it's an employee discount thing because seemingly in that universe, there's only one company. Right. So everybody just works for Acme. That yeah. makes sense. That's a good theory. Listeners, 30 years from now, uh, this joke made more sense before Google was the only company. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this podcast, Prime Citizen. I mean, uh, realistically, after the first accident, wouldn't you have just been getting like... All kinds of lawsuit money from their defective products. I, I don't think you can ascribe that to the product. It really depends on what the terms of service are. That's true, too. Uh, but we're getting so off track. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about baseball and fasting and tiny little beers. And Emily is here with us. Hi, Emily. Hi. Sorry, I kind of ruined that surprise. That you were here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's okay. That's fine. If this were, like, some primo shit of a podcast, uh, we would command enough respect that our guest right. wouldn't speak until they were introduced. Speak when spoken to, I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Uh, ooh, hmm. I don't know about that. Um, uh, I'll, I'll speak to you right now, though. What are you drinking? I am drinking Surly Brewing Company's Tiramisu Funeral Bar, which is a dessert stout, stout brewed with coffee, vanilla bean, cocoa, lactose, and molasses. Um, it's 10.2% ABV. It is 16 ounces. It's going to be a fun time for young yes. Emily. Cracking it open, getting some good Foley. I like that I like that I learned that word a couple episodes ago, so I'm just going with it. Yeah, it's a good word. The cat seems interested in everything you have. Yeah, the cat seems very interested in it. It was that lactose. You know, how you would expect a stout to. I feel like I can only describe what a stout looks like so many times on this podcast, so I'm just not going to. Okay. Um executive decision there it smells very sweet and a little boozy uh i think i just drink the same beer on every show so you know yep nope i feel like i've had this beer nine times but i like it Um, all right there's not like a whole lot of discernible like i guess they're going for tiramisu flavor but it kind of just tastes like generic sweet maybe a little vanilla i don't know that i think tiramisu has a unique enough flavor that i would be able to be like that's tiramisu as opposed to other desserts. Well, yeah. We're different people. Right. I don't know. Um, it is Foley Brothers Brewing. Hey, Foley, check that out. Captain Series Simcoe, a single hop pale ale, 6.5% ABV. Pours with a medium head, lots of different size bubbles in there. 
kind of straw colored, a little bit hazy. Ah, uh, yeah, strong, strong blast of Simcoe hops in the nose. Yeah, I like this. It's a uh, it's a quite refreshing pale ale. It's got a lot of hoppiness in there, but more as like a flavor rather than a, a bittering agent. Uh, so it's bright, it's fresh, yeah, pretty clean. I like this beer so far. How about you, Samuel? Uh, I have from Evil Twin Brewing Company. The pure and simple IPA is rarely pure and never simple. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is a double dry hopped session IPA. Let me just open it here. Crack! And then I'll just uh, pour it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. Huh. There's like a weird... There's a weird flavor at the back of the tongue, which might just be something being super dry hoppy mm-hmm. um, that I kind of find distracting from the rest of it. But interestingly, there's not a whole lot going on here, which I feel like to an extent defeats the purpose of the point they're trying to make. But I'll have to stick with it and uh, see if there's more to talk about. Hmm. Alrighty. Okay, so we've done the beer introductions. I guess it's time for our first article. So, what do y'all care about? The Army, baseball, or little beers? It has nothing to do with the Army. Yeah, but that's the that's the choice I'm giving you right now. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I support the troops. I know neither of you do, but... What? I support someone's troops. <laughs> like, um, Sauron's troops? Yeah, I'm all about orcs. I support Girl Scout troops and their delicious cookies. You know what's weird is that now um, the Boy Scouts are uh, BSA America or whatever. They're not, because they're not Boy Scouts anymore. They're like, I feel like we're always Boy Scouts of America. Like BSA no, is no, not no, a no. new acronym. No, now they've changed it. They're no longer Boy Scouts of America. They're like BSA. I think they're BSA scouting, actually. So does... Is, is it, it just no longer stands for anything? It's not an initialism? Right. It's it was, it was never an KFC. acronym, by the way. It's the same way KFC is now just KFC, and it doesn't stand for Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. What? That's, uh, that was a few years ago. Yeah, so it's the same thing. But it's like, I, it's weird now, because I feel like now they're horning in on the Girl Scout territory. But uh, whatever, I don't, that's not my place. Horning in is an interesting choice of words. Yeah, I... Uh, Maybe I could have chose that a little better. I guess what, what I'm what I'm getting at is, in the same way as like there's this stereotype that fourteen year olds at band camp learn how to make out. I feel like uh-huh. I feel like that's totally gonna happen. And also, as long as it's just kids making out with kids, I'm totally okay with it happening. Well, okay, there you've got Sam's hot take on kids making out with each other. So I I hope everybody's happy. I'm just saying, when I was a kid, I loved making out with other kids, and uh, <laughs> I don't feel like I, we were hurting nobody. So why right. should I why should I not feel like that tradition can carry on? Okay, well, I guess tiny baby beers are kind of like tiny baby humans. So we're gonna go to oct.co. That's the choice I've made, since neither one of you would choose between. Uh, the military, baseball, or lol cans. I was trying to support the troops. Well, I like lol cans. Actually, that's not true. I like big old cans. Hmm. We both are drinking uh, out of 16-ounce cans. Yeah, I am as well. Oh, how about that? 
Uh-huh. And I've got, just like last week, a can with one of those shitty little labels slapped on there. Yes, Tex has one of those, too. Uh-huh. But from Oct.co, we have, These baby beers are the cutest things we've ever seen. Apparently, Chicago's Hopewell Brewing released a, a new beer, a Hellas Lager, uh, called Lil Buddy. And it sounds kind of unremarkable, but it comes in this tiny little can. It comes in an 8-ounce can, which is kind of unusual. Um, it's not the first one to do it. In fact, some of the big companies like Bud or Miller, one of those fuckers, was selling beer in 7-ounce cans back in like the 70s. So it's not like they're groundbreaking, but it is pretty uncommon. And I don't know how I feel about it. How do you feel about it? I feel like this is a missed opportunity. Because instead of making them skinny or shrink in each dimension, they're just making them short and squat. Yeah, little stubby cans. And I feel like they're missing out on an opportunity for them to make a beer can that will make me feel like Shaquille O'Neal when I hold it. Oh, I see. I see. You're looking for that, uh, that optical inch, as they call it. I'm talking about penises, three stacks. Yuck. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Sam. Yeah. But you're a big fan of this can thing, right, Sex? Yeah, I'm super excited about this idea. I don't think it will catch on, but I want it to catch on. Tell um, me why. I mean, I think, like, I am the target demographic, a person who often can't finish 12 ounces of a drink in one sitting. Often Sam and I will just split a beer with dinner because I can't finish a beer like a regular person. Okay, um, okay. But, like, there are some nights where Sam wants to drink something that I don't want to drink, and it would be great to be able to have slightly less of a beer. Now, when you say you can't you can't drink the whole beer, is it because just, like, you can't finish 12 ounces of any liquid, or because it's too much alcohol or carbonation, or what? I mean, it it's usually, I drink very slowly, so, like, it will take me three hours to finish a beer because I'm bad at remembering that I'm drinking something. Um, but also, like, there are times where drinking a 12-ounce beer gets me a little bit buzzed, and I don't always want to be a little bit buzzed. And I think those two things combine kind of make a secret third factor, which is it takes so long for you to drink it, and there's a little bit of booze, so you get sleepy, <laughs> and you say, I'm going to just take a 15-minute nap, and then that means I know that what it means, which is, you're going to go to sleep until I want to go to bed, and then I have to wake you up and make you go to bed. And I don't know why you don't just go to bed! <laughs> this is, if you can't tell, already a bone of contention in our marriage. But yeah, I uh, guess... Uh, you know, i got to be honest, on this one, I think you should just deal with it. I don't understand what this is hurting, though. Like, in what way I mean, does having beer it, in a different format take anything away from you? So, Three Stacks, it is very logically frustrating, but... At the same time, you're right. There is no there is no physical uh, ramification of your action. The only drawback to if these became a big deal would be if it was taking up space that bigger beers could have. But then I guess I could just drink two eight ounces instead of one 16 or 12. Are they priced like at three-fourths of what a normal beer is priced at? Why, why three-fourths, bud? Isn't isn't eight three fourths of twelve? No. Nope. Nope. It's two thirds. Two thirds. College graduate Tyler Dryblatt, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, award winner Tyler Dryblatt, ladies. Well, and gentlemen. spoilers, dude. I know. L- last time I it was want... only nominee. 
I just wanted to. I just wanted to toot my own horn. Toot toot. Toot toot. Three seconds looking up the um the pricing, but I guess it's it's not. I feel like it's not really that big a deal, because you should pay what you think is fair. Like that's like kind of a a backbone of capitalism. Like if you think that they don't reduce the price enough to deal with how they're uh, shorting you beer, then you just don't buy this product. Okay, sure. Um, so from Googling, not very hard. It looks like a four pack of eight ounce cans retails for five ninety nine, which that doesn't seem crazy to me. Seems pretty reasonable. Yeah, I mean that's not terrible. You got I got those Natter days for five ninety nine. You could also make a somewhat weak ecological argument. Just it's less beer with just slightly less packaging. Like the but, the beer to packaging ratio is less effective. I don't know. I feel like I feel like that only is a good argument if you're assuming that you're just gonna not drink those four ounces somewhere else. You know? What? Like so if you're saying like it's good because it reduces the amount of beer and the amount of packaging. No, no, you're no, no. It's no. bad because it's more what? packaging per ounce of beer. Oh, okay. Then yes, we're on the same page. I was very confused by what you were saying. I know you're not great at math, but now also I know you're not great at listening. What'd you say? I can't tell if he's kidding. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I guess okay. So I was like, why would anybody want to drink one of these? But I guess three stacks. You're you're proof that there are people who would want to drink these. I just I don't know. I because I'm because I'm like an average basically average sized male i guess i just think about things from that perspective but the world uh, has people of different shapes and sizes so yeah yeah I, I mean like the one the one thing that i'm kind of frustrated and disappointed with with this beer is just like it's a 4.7 percent lager like really in my ideal world i think this would uh normalize tiny cans and then i could get you know a 10 percent beer in an eight ounce can which is mm-hmm. Honestly, more 10% beer even than I need, um, but like a lot of the time you're getting 16 ounce cans of super boozy beers and then that's night, my whole night. Instance. Or I, you know, end up waiting too long and they get skunked because I couldn't find a time where I could dedicate the whole night to right. uh, drinking one beer and being too drunk for having had a beer. Really, right. you, you want all beers to give you the same amount of drunkenness units and that would mean different beers being different sizes to to kind of balance out commensurate with their abv commensurate yeah i mean i i don't know i think there are cases where i would still want an eight ounce can of a low abv beer just because i'm bad at remembering to drink my drinks uh you really gotta you really gotta invest in that vodka tampon that is certainly not the takeaway. The, the nice thing about the vodka tampon is you don't have to remember to take a sip. Your body does it for you. Yeah. Exactly. That's what the, I'm saying. The great thing about the vodka tampon is I have to assume you get a real bad yeast infection. Not if you put it in your butt. Yeah, I, Emily, you dummy. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. Now apologize to Tyler. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, okay. I feel like that's a good time to turn away from this article. 
So uh, I let the cat out of the bag, but you guys want to hear about how I'm an award winner? Yeah. Yeah. I won an award. Yeah. <laughs> Inferred that. Your storytelling no, um, is so not award winning. Last week I said that I was I got nominated for a uh, award through um, Delaware State Parks, and uh, went to this little banquet. Got some got some pre baked ziti, pretty sweet. And I, yeah, I ended up winning. Uh, so I am the uh, the winner of the Moore Jennings Award for interpretation this year, and uh, that's cool. And did you have to uh, do a speech or anything? Nope. Do you get a trophy? Yeah, I got a little plaque. Actually, it's in my office. I was going to show it to you. It's like a little, like a little. They're called tree cookies. You know, when you take like a segment of a trunk. I, are they called tree cookies? They are actually. They really are. Yes, for sure. So it's like a little tree cookie and with like a little brass thing, and it says "More Jennings Award, Kyler Drablet." Do you think so. there are any hippies in loving relationships where one refers to the other one lovingly as their tree cookie? Probably somewhere. Yeah. Uh, is it your house? No. Okay. I do think it's funny though. My award looked different than everybody else's award. Everybody else got like a little framed thing. I was the only one with like just something stuck to a chunk of wood. So I was like, oh man, they just forgot about me. And they're like, oh, oh shit, we need a nature award. Uh, grab that branch, put something on it. Does it have your name? It does have my name. That's rad, bro. It is rad, my dog. So um, yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. And uh, now I'm going to use that to make myself look like a, a real cool dude for all the other jobs I apply for. Yeah, you you already up to your resume? You know it. Three seconds is distracted. She's Googling tree cookies. Yeah, I, he's right. You can buy tree cookies on Amazon. I told you. Man, I thought the idea of the game Ookie Cookie couldn't get worse. But oh, oh man, no. you play with a tree cookie, that's a whole thing. They also appear to be called wood slices, which is a... Better slice name. makes a lot more sense. I just don't like it. But yeah, tree cookie, that's the accurate that's the accurate term. That was a lot of foam, Samuel. Yeah, I made a mess. Yeah. So now that I've won this award, I'm just gonna be insufferable to all the interns I have this year. You know, if anybody questions me on anything, I'm gonna be like, Oh, I'm sorry, are you an award winner? No? Okay, great. Super. I you might need to word your question differently than that, because they probably won like a spelling bee or something when they were nine. I don't think so. Not the nerds we were going to have. I looked up all my interns. I did some uh, some internet detective work, and they're all a bunch of nerds. Have you considered that you're also a nerd? Who, me? A man who just won an award for interpretation in state parks? I don't think so. This feels like a perfect segue into another round of our fun game. <laughs> you want to make me interpret something real quick? Yeah, three six. You gotta, you gotta come up with something. Oh no! What does he, what does he see on the trail? Why did you put bizarre? me on the spot like this? Well, because it's your turn. That's not how turns work. Well, I've done it. <laughs> Tyler can't Boris do it. Boris did it last week. Boris did it last week. Um, Sounds like it's your turn. Nope, I got nothing. We run into nothing on the trail. We're walking along, and things just end. I guess I would explain to people that they are uh, they're experiencing a moment of the absurdity of the universe, and I'd give them some Camus, you know, because I think uh, existentialism is the way to go in that situation. I don't know what Camus is. The stranger? Don't worry about it. You ever given yourself a stranger? I think that's a different thing. No, I would, I would make them all sit on their hands and then jerk off. Okay. That's how you deal with the abstract horror of the universe. You just give yourself a stranger. 
award-winning interpreter, Tyler Dryblatt. <laughs> That's right. Everything I do is that of an award winner. I think, to, in his defense, if he came across, uh, I guess, turns out flat earthers were right all along. Right, yeah. Uh, I think you, you, you do whatever you want at that point. Anything is forgivable. Do, do, do you want me to try and give you one? If you want to, whatever. It's, it's all about filling up that tent. Uh, all right, so there's a rock on the ground uh-huh. that looks like a head. Yeah. And there's, like, two strips of moss uh-huh. uh, on the, like, tops, but not exactly the top. Like, the top, top side corner. Like, I know it's a circle, so it doesn't have a corner. But sure. think, like, the if the top is north, then, like, northwest and northeast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, a double hawk. Yeah, and uh, the wind has blown the moss such that it ha- it's, uh, has a little bit of a comb over. Oh, no. Interpret this. I don't want to. I just get sad. Uh, I'd, probably, I'd probably start off real basic, you know, be like, this is an example of some fucking, you know, hair moss, and it's called that because it often looks like hair or whatever blah 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 is hair moss a real thing no i'm just i'm just like you can't just make up plants no 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 like it's x kind of moss or whatever what kind of moss is it what what kind of moss is it uh spanish moss okay spanish moss actually does exist he's not wrong so i talk about how um it's spanish moss i wouldn't i wouldn't talk about the fact that it looks like a person at all because i don't want to get into the trump you know, we don't we don't try to touch on politics when we're drilling with the public. I mean, Trump didn't invent the comb over. Yeah, Hitler didn't invent the toothbrush mustache, but what are you going to do? I heard that he did that because he wanted to be more like Charlie Chaplin, but I have a feeling that that is not the case. <laughs> My guess is no, but wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Like, yeah. Charlie Chaplin is beloved. How can I be more beloved? <clears throat> Put on this little ass mustache and then kill all the Jews. Uh, yeah, so talk about Spanish moss and, uh, how, um, you know, why it grows in the area that it does, and then I talk about how it's super-duper useful for people, and back in the day, when people were first coming over, like the Spaniards, they would use it for bedding, and for straining water, and for building fires, and all sorts of things. God, this job is so boring. The end. <laughs> uh, let's I've wandered away from a the little more group. interesting. Yeah. And that is... You're, you're behind a tree, taking a leak, because you're bored. And that's what you oh, do if I saw board. somebody behind a tree taking a leak, I don't think I would interpret that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to militarytimes.com. We went to that Navy site the other day, and I was just like, I got so pumped up. I was like, every episode now on, from now on, we got to do something to support our troops. I forgot about that Navy uh, article. Yeah. This is, this Army vet is down over 25 pounds using a beer-only diet for Lent. So I think this is kind of a tradition at this point that when Lent rolls around, we do an article about somebody only drinking beer for Lent. And uh, this time it is Del Hall of Cincinnati, Ohio. Del Hall decided to go on a fully liquid diet in order to become less dependent on fatty foods and sugar. Uh, instead of setting on a normal like um, you know protein liquid or something that people do when they do these diets, he decided he was just going to drink beer. What's a protein liquid? Is it like shakes, protein shakes and shit? Oh, the way you said protein liquid made me think you were talking about like pig cum or something. Oh, oh, god! I mean, I think that also, by definition, would be protein liquid. 
but I don't. I've never seen that sold in Walmart, so that's not what I was talking about. For that home listener, uh, you can't see this, but Three Stacks was nodding and making a face that made it seem like she also had leapt to the same conclusion that I had. I want to go home, but this is my house, and I can't leave. <laughs> What's that? You just said you drink a whole bunch of that every day. Super weird, Three Stacks. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what things you've said this episode that I can cut together. Sounds like really nasty. Why would you uh, do this to me? Uh, three stack. Can I just have you say just a couple words just for the sound test? No. Nope. Uh, can I get an I, uh, a love, and then we'll just just run through a couple different options. So like I don't know, like poops or like baby toes, um, you know, like blended hearts, pig semen, whatever. <laughs> Couple uh, options. Couple uh, options. You can get a heck off. You love getting the heck off. That's gross. So yeah, uh, this this Brosif, he's been only drinking beer, and as of March twenty fourth, he was down twenty five pounds. Now, if you've been following Bruce Day Tuesday podcast for years, which I assume you have, uh, you will know that um, just because you lost weight with beer doesn't mean that's good for your body. We've done lots of articles about the health effects of beer, and, and honestly, you just got to know that it's kind of bad for you. So, uh, Military Times, it's kind of weird that you're highlighting this, but okay. I mean, I feel like it's probably just the only interesting thing about this. They're like, we got we to gotta report on this, but the only relevant part of it is that he's lost weight. Yeah, right. But also, how, how much weight did this guy have to lose if he's in, like... Four weeks, lost 25 pounds by having a very, very high sugar diet. Well, my man said he needed to get off fatty foods, so maybe he was just, like, slamming uh, Scrapple up his cornhole every day. Up his cornhole? I don't think he knows what a cornhole is. I the old Scrapple tampon. <laughs> I, I mean, it might just be less about what he was eating and more about how much. Like, I think that there are people, and I'll even say... I have days where I do this where it's just I just keep eating and keep eating and keep eating and it doesn't matter if I'm hungry I'm just going to keep yeah. eating and if he's that kind of dude then this is actually the, a perfect purely in terms of weight loss not in terms of health but maybe in terms of health honestly way for him to lose weight because at some point you drink so much beer that you're asleep and when you're asleep <laughs> you can't. when you're asleep you can't take in more calories and so like obvious... That's not true for people who sleep eat, Samuel. Yeah, okay. Okay, all right, okay. I'll oh, shut up. that's a burn for Stacks earlier and a burn for Sam taking down those Ginsburgs. But, like, I mean, you were talking about this being, like, not a healthy way to lose weight. <laughs> Obviously, it's a lot less healthy of a way to lose weight than, like, counting calories and exercise. But sure. if he's cutting out a bunch of... Like, if he's just eating 20 pounds of bacon a day... This is a lot better for you than 20 pounds of bacon a day. That's certainly true. It's all relative. Yeah. If you had to, um, how long is Lent? I don't know. Three stacks, how long is Lent? Six weeks. Six weeks? Technically Jesus. 40 days. Sundays don't count. Excuse me? Uh, I was hoping you wouldn't say that. I've made a mistake. I just... Yeah. It, I mean, it's a Wednesday through a Sunday... Wednesday Sundays through don't Sunday count. and Sundays don't count? No, no, no. It starts Not, on a it Wednesday. It starts on a Wednesday. It ends on okay. a Sunday. It technically oh. doesn't end on Easter because the Triduum's a thing. 
Don't worry about it. All right. Okay. Just the. Uh, but the thing is, you still. Frustrating. You still have to do your like whatever you give up for Lent. You still have to not do that thing on that Sunday, right? Well. Okay. Depends who you talk to. I have a feeling this guy isn't eating real food on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, like. Technically speaking, you're not supposed to, but there you can make the argument that, like, Sundays don't count because they're mini-Easter, so you don't have to give up your thing. I don't know. So it's, a, it's a loophole. We Catholics are very big on loopholes. Until you're not. What? Don't worry about it. I don't want I just don't want I don't want to make you the arbiter for your entire religion, so I want to move on. So, so like, six, six-ish weeks is the answer okay. to your question. All right. So if you had to just drink, if you had to choose one beer to drink for six weeks, what would it be? It would be Ale Asylum Unshadowed. That's a great pick. It's a wheat beer. It's very good. It's a, it's a, it's a classic hef with a little bit of, a little bit more sweetness than your average. But yeah, I, I was kind of thinking along the same lines, like something very drinkable. I would have to flip through my uh, Rolodex of Session IPAs and pick one of those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A Hefeweizen, that's a good idea. I was thinking maybe, like, a pale ale of some kind. You yeah. know, like, I could probably take, like, a torpedo every day. Every day? I thought you were talking... I thought you were saying, what is something that we we would we would do what this guy did with a single beer? You're saying... Yeah. right. Oh, okay. So you would be drinking more than one a day. You know that, right? I, I am so poor, Samuel. My food right now is um, one piece of popped popcorn a day, so... Oh, I think one Sierra Nevada will sustain me. Do you ever, are you ever nibbling on your piece of popcorn and Becca looks over at you so sad and you break her off a little nub of yours? Absolutely not. Okay. Survival of the fittest out here. You're an award uh, winner. You don't have to share with her. <laughs> That's right. She should be giving me her food. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, um, okay, so great. Do we have anything else to say about this guy? Uh, I just wanted to, to mention this one part. Three seconds, scroll away from it. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I just wanted to mention this one part where he says, day two and three were pretty rough. I wanted to bash some Taco Bell after a few beers because that's what we do. And I'm with him there. The only concern I have is the term bash here. Yeah. Like, I've, like, I could crush some Taco Bell. I've heard yeah. I could smash some Taco Bell. I, I've said obliterate even. Mm-hmm. But bash just makes me feel like you're elbow dropping a quesadilla and not actually eating it. Yeah, that's what he does. He gets real drunk, orders some Taco Bell, and practices his wrestling moves. But he could, I mean, he could do that within the parameters of this diet. I, I guess that's true. I just, Unless he's got real mouthy elbows. <laughs> I, uh, I want to point out also that we talked about this dude last time I was on the podcast, uh, and uh, all of these quotes are, like, directly from the other article we talked about. I don't think we Wait. talked about this. I think you sent we that in. Maybe I... Maybe I just read it and sent it in, yeah. uh, but like, yeah. this this article is just straight up plagiarized from a different article. The only <laughs> difference is that now he's lost 25 pounds instead of 15 pounds. Oh. Uh, yeah, I would remember if you sent me a story about a guy named Dell before. That's, a, that's an unusual name. I mean, I certainly sent it to you, I'm pretty sure. I, I definitely sent you a, a couple different only drinking beer for Lent articles. Did you? I think towards the beginning of Lent. We're, oh. we're, we're what, halfway through? Uh, yeah. I got those Christ blinders on. So, you know. Now, what is a Christ blinder? Is it is it a mechanism you use to shoot at Jesus' eyes? <laughs> is it pocket no, no, sand? No. 
it's like, you know, horses, they can get overwhelmed with sensory information, so you got to put those blinders on them. Me, I get really scared if I see a Jesus, so I wear these, you know, these Christ blinders so I don't get too nervous. So, like, if you're, if you're like, walking down the street right. and a Jesus pokes his head over a hedge, you uh, don't even, Nope, can't see him. You don't even I'm see good. him. good. Good I remain calm. Uh, you got to do some more content now. <laughs> so we can talk about our lives or we can do that. Or the other one. It's up to you. Alright. Um, I have nothing interesting going on in my life. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I recently started playing a new video game. It's called Dead Cells. It's the first uh, roguelike I've played that I've found enjoyable enough to keep playing. Like, okay. like the, the idea with roguelikes is you die within the first like 10 minutes but some amount of what you do like either either like stats or equipment or something like comes back to you with your next playthrough so you keep playing it over and over and over and over and over again and like you get slightly further because you have slightly better equipment and that type of stuff uh and it's really fun but the uh the like the aesthetics of it are really gruesome like a lot of the time with these types of games, they hand wave the idea that you keep dying, but like right at the beginning, you just find a pile of your own corpses. Oh god! And your character just says, "Whoa, they look like me." Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> and when you die, instead of saying "game over," it says your body has been desecrated. Oh no! Which is ironically the same thing Sam Sam says to me after sex. Oh ba 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 ba. That was a good one. Yeah, uh, I don't have anything to say. I'm not going to follow that. Uh, that was, was that enough talking? Probably not. The story over. <laughs> yeah. I regret saying that. Oh, man. That's um, that's cool. That's cool. How long have you been playing this game for? Like a day and a half. A day and a half. All right. Well, shit, I got no more questions, so I guess that was good enough. Wow. Didn't think you'd, didn't think you'd let that one through. I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm tired today. You know what I mean? Okay. No, I, I'm just kidding. Um, but we have had a long day. We were in Philly uh, yesterday because it was Becca's birthday. And, uh, I mean, it's only like two hours away. But still, driving makes me so tired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, last article time. I thought he was going to tell us about Philly. Yeah, that also there's seems nothing like... To, there's nothing to tell. I mean, we went out there because Becca has some friends who live out there. And, like, we saw them and got dinner and went to a couple bars, which is fine. But, like, I'm not a city person, you know? I... It's, it's not really my scene. You a country boy. I, I'm just a little country bumpkin. And uh, do you hate all of her friends or only most of her friends? <laughs> only most of them. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. One of them, oh boy, had kind of a, a mental break not too long ago where she began to think that she could communicate with the dead. Her yeah. name? So Teresa Caputo. <laughs> Um, I don't know why that was funny to me, but it was. Uh, Probably insensitive. So, yeah. So she came out, and while she wasn't talking to the dead, I I don't think she's quite back to where she should be, because we were, like, walking down the street, and there were, like, some silhouettes painted on a building, and she was, like, she, like, started talking to them. You know what I mean? Oh, man. So that, was pretty, that was pretty uncomfortable. But, like, you know, it was okay. It was an all right time. Is she, like, in some sort of therapy or undergoing some sort of treatment? Yeah, she had been. I don't know what the deal was last night. But, like, it's not like they said, you're fixed, bye. Something <laughs> something is still happening, right? I, I believe so. Okay. But also, this is the first time I've met this person, 
and I feel like I bear no responsibility. So I'm not going to be like checking in, making sure she's going to sessions. I don't feel like that's my my business. That's that chaotic neutral I love. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that was that was Philly. It was it was fun though. I mean, weird but fun. But uh, yeah, enough about Philly, and let's talk about Boston instead. Nope, not Boston, not Boston. That's not the right one. We're talking about Chicago. I I did send him an article <laughs> about the Red Sox in addition exactly, to this yeah. article about the Cubs. Right. Yeah, you. I got confused because you sent me another one about Fenway, and I'm not talking about Fenway. Talking about Wrigley Field. So from ChicagoTribune.com, Wrigley Field beer menu goes bold and increasingly local in 2019 with three Floyds, half acre, and more. I think we've done a couple articles about uh, sports stadiums kind of um, widening their variety uh, for a long time. What? Oh, Sam corrected you on saying stadiums, and I was giving him the stink eye. Ah, stadia? Yeah. They're built out of iron, most of these stadia. Um, (laughs) So uh, they used to be pretty pretty dominated by the macros, um, but a lot of them have been changing up their contracts to bring in some smaller uh, craft beer uh, brands. And Wrigley Field is making that change themselves. They're going to be bringing in um, Three Floyds, Half Acre Revolution, Lagunitas, Cruz Blanca, which I've never heard of, but apparently was co-founded by some famous chef. And uh, they're going to be keeping, you know, your your Buds and Bud Lights and Michelob's and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're doing over there. I don't care. Uh, and so um, this doesn't really mean anything to me i a don't live in chicago and b don't go watch sports but i think it's kind of cool that uh, these companies are getting you know more access to the market and getting their name out and their products out and um, i like to see it uh yeah and a lot of these are like good breweries like i have some problems with lagunitas and i have a lot of problems with goose island but yeah i like revolution and i like some of what three floyds does for sure the beers are pretty pricey apparently these crafts run 10 to 12 dollars uh, a glass which seems like a lot of money but i don't know what your normal beer at a stadium is it's, it's still pretty expensive right yeah i mean it's been a while since we went to see professional sports other than the madison radicals my guess is the markup isn't quite as bad there but <laughs> they're not pulling in the 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 seats and the, the butts in the seats for those radicals games they've uh, they've gotten a couple thousand before i think uh, I mean, good. I think for, like, a regular season game, they've capped at, like, 1200 1300 But, like, that's a lot of people to pay to watch professional Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the nice thing is that they do have good local beer there. But I guess they have it here, too. Yeah. Mm, what else? Is there anything else to say about this? Not really. You guys have anything else you want to say about this? I don't know. It's given me a craving for chocolate. Why? Uh... Uh, because we don't have content. I don't. I. I do also think that it's interesting that this is at Wrigley, which like the Chicago baseball dichotomy is uh, a little bit weird. Um, but it it definitely makes sense that the uh, the Cubs would be doing this in that their fan base is uh, we'll say more affluent than the White Sox fan base. Really? Is that a, is that a thing? Is that like known? Yeah, like the North Side is. You know, just... I don't. Like, the rich people live in the north side of Chicago. Okay. Um, so, like, the White Sox have a much more, like, gritty, you know, word Chicago local think, fan uh, base. Think San Francisco versus Oakland type of a vibe. Yeah, for sure, for um, sure, for sure. 
Whereas, like, Cubs fans tend to be the ones who, you know, move out to the burbs and have a couple kids and a yard and, you know. Nerds. The kind of people who you would expect to be drinking craft beer. So. Okay. It's not crazy out there that they would be doing this. This makes a lot of sense. That's interesting. Yeah, I um, don't know anything about the politics, for lack of a better word, about the area. So that's interesting to hear. Uh, I guess we, we should look out and see if maybe the White Sox do something similar, or if they don't, um, both of those decisions, you know, tell a story. Is there anything like that out here? East side, maybe? I mean, yeah, Madison's a smaller city, and yeah. there's, like, the, the difference in, like, housing prices and gentrification is much smaller. But, like, I guess you've probably never been to Uncle Mark's condo. No. I mean... Uh, my, my uncle owns a condo, like, just outside of Wrigleyville, I think, that, uh, is, like, the same price as my parents' four-bedroom house in the suburbs, so. Right, right, right. And, and he's, a and he's a Cubs fan. Yes. And he's a lawyer, so, like, it's all kind of coming together as, uh, uh, a, a check in the, the column yeah. of your theory. Yeah, I don't know how my dad ended up a Sox fan, but he's, he's kind a, of the. He's a working man. He's the black sheep of the family, I guess. <laughs> Interesting choice of words. I regret it. I don't. I don't know. I like ending on regret. Are we? Uh, are we ready to regret some of these beers? Uh, sure. Um, I'm gonna. Let's go. Let's go. Speaking of regret, let's go. Uh, in order, according to my guess, uh, ascending of who likes their beer. So I think I liked mine the least. Okay. Um. There just really isn't much going on here, and I expected so much more since the title kind of boasts how interesting it's going to be, yeah. and it's really not. I don't. I don't think there's much of a use case for this because it's it's even it's not even as drinkable as a lot of other session IPAs. It's less drinkable and also less tasty. Uh, so, I I would rather have most session IPAs than this one. But it's not, like, gross or anything, so I'll give it a 3.5, but I don't know that I have anyone to recommend it to. I guess if you want to drink uh, 16 ounces of a session instead of 12, uh, this comes in 16-ounce cans. Okay. Uh, and next, I'm going to guess, is Tyler. All right. I had, from Foley Brothers Brewing, uh, Captain Sirius Simcoe Pale Ale, 6.5% ABV. I like this beer for sure. I think I might throw you off a little bit, but I, I don't know. I mean, you know, three stacks taste better than mine. But uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. It was bright. It was refreshing. It was clean, hoppy, but not overwhelming or too bitter. So I'm going to give this, I think, a 7-3? Yeah, 7-3. And, uh, you know, recommend this to anybody who wants a pale ale that isn't just like a scaled-down IPA. I think this has interesting variety uh, aspects in and of itself and so if you're looking for kind of an interesting pale ale maybe this will do it for you how about you three stacks sam guessed slightly wrong which isn't really entirely <laughs> fair uh so i had surly's tiramisu funeral bar the thing is i like this beer but i'm not impressed by this beer this okay. tastes a lot like every other dessert stout i have had i don't think it's doing anything that interesting i think they put in a lot of extra stuff trying to make it interesting and instead it's just kind of muddled. I think it's very drinkable. I would definitely drink it again. It's over 10% and you don't really taste the alcohol at all. 
if you don't stick your nose in it too far. But it also didn't impress me. I think it's, you know, as someone who gets drunk pretty easily, I don't know that I want to, I would want to expend my, my drunk points on this. I could drink a beer that tastes very similar and has half the alcohol and be just as happy. It's so, um, it's so interesting to hear your perspective because that's a plus for me and Tyler and a minus for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting too old for this. Um, You're the youngest of the three of us, but okay. Yeah, well, I'm an old soul. I would give this, I'm going to say a seven because I think it's, it's good. It's doing what it wanted to do um it's just i think it's trying to present itself as like new and out there and the the next you know big thing like hey we did this super cool thing and it's it's fine i'd recommend it to anyone who likes dessert stouts and has a higher tolerance than i do hello (laughs) all right so so really you would recommend it to anyone who likes dessert stouts fair but yeah, like, I would absolutely drink this beer again. I almost certainly will drink this beer again, because we have several more of them. But it's not a beer that I would buy again. Yeah, I, uh, I understand that feel. Sam, do you know what you're drinking next week? I think I'm gonna finally convince Three Stacks to let me drink the one she had last time she was on, the uh, most important beverage of the day. I told him oh. we could have one, like, weeks ago. That's not true. I don't I'm understand. glad you finally convinced her, Sam. I hear how outrageously angry she is about you drinking that beer. The cat got one before Sam did. <laughs> yeah, cat. Uh, cat slapped the shit out of one yesterday. That's pretty funny. Maybe. And I got very sad and had to lick it off her tail. Oh. And then she got into a good mood for some reason. Weird. She's just real, real weird. sleepy. <laughs> well, if you want to get sleepy, our cat no, didn't drink beer. True. Please don't call animal control i don't know who you call don't call PETA. i would never call them for anything ever they seem like jerks yeah but you can uh you can call us for whatever you need to do well you can't really call us but you can email us at brewstatuesdaypodcast at gmail.com you can tweet at us at brewstatuesday and you can uh comment on our links at brewstatuesday.com thank you for being on ginsburgs you are welcome Okay. Thanks, and all the best Thanks you for having me. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Here comes a beer. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. You feel better, friend. Now with no ads. No ads and extra nads. That's right. Do you ever say something so funny that you're like worried that that just you aren't gonna continue to function in society? Like people won't look at you the same. Uh, nope, no, that's never happened to me. No, well, you'll get there, buddy.